another game where we got to uh, stop the momentum before it ends up as you know three goals and like it did tonight. So uh, we have about 10 minutes there of, of bad hockey, 10, 15 minutes of okay hockey, and 35 minutes of good. But it's not good enough. Well, it's just you know better sticks. Um, understanding that you know I had a couple plays there where you feel like you're there and you're poke checking the puck, but you're not really winning the battle completely and all of a sudden it ends up in the back of your net so um, I think just all around being heavier on our sticks and being ready to go. we got to figure it out especially being a veteran team and, and having uh, the older guys that we do um, got to find a way uh, obviously 20, what, 22 games into the season now you got to find a way otherwise it's going to keep spiraling and um, that's how you, you end up losing hockey games because you're, you're too far to come back from behind so we'll figure it out and, and hopefully we'll clamp down and uh, we'll keep ourselves in it. Obviously we had a chance at the end tonight but couldn't come through. That's Blues defenseman Tori Krug. The St. Louis Blues fall to the Arizona Coyotes by a score of 4-1 to last night at Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona. Now it ends the season series between the two teams and the Blues and Coyotes each went two wins and two losses in the season series. Amazing to think that it's December 3rd and you're already done playing a divisional opponent on the young season. But that's the way it is for the Blues as they continue the road trip on Monday night against the Vegas Golden Knights. The win last night for Arizona jumps the Coyotes over the Blues by one point in the division. So the Blues now drop to fifth place in the division. The Coyotes have 26 points. The Blues have 25. Now the Blues still are in a wild card spot in the Western Conference. They're in the second wild card spot, but it's a quite a dogfight right now with Calgary, Nashville, Seattle, Edmonton, and Minnesota coming as well. It's going to be a heck of a battle as we head to the 30-game mark of the season. Last night was the 23rd game of the year for the St. Louis Blues. So the Blues dropped to six points back of Dallas and three points back of Winnipeg after the loss. But it was a battle where the Blues fell behind in the game 3-0 in the first. It was a scoreless second. They made it a two-goal game in the third, but eventually gave up the empty net goal for the 4-1 final. Let's get you the highlights. Coyotes get it up over the line and dump it down into the near corner. After it there is Kerfoot to the front of the net. They bounce it in and score. Not the start the Blues wanted. 40 seconds in. Michael Carcone flex a puck in for the Arizona Coyotes. Kerfoot, then to Keller, up to the blue line. Jersey oh, with wow. a shot and off a deflection. A good save made there by Hofer. Coyotes get it back. Jersey again. Looking for a lane. Not there. Right wing. Passes to Keller to the goal line. Kerfoot centers. Easy goal. Schnaltz will score. He spun to the middle. The Blues gave that play to him twice. This time he finally took it and dished it off to Schmaltz. 2-0 Arizona with a power play goal. 4-11 to go in the first. Castle-Ring will bring it up. He's past Kyrou into the middle to Kraus. To the near side, Michelli scores. And I think we're going to see Jordan Bennington for the sixth straight game. Oh, he just stood up on the bench and they took the stool away. But he's now leading it. That was a move like he was coming in there, but the Coyotes have made it 3-0. Pass intended for Smoltz, knocked away, not out. Coyotes keep it in, then it's Fandon, and it's Kapanen working with Saad. They get a two-on-one. Saad shoots, and Ingram will make the blockers save. Thomas to Kairou. Kairou to Pareko. Right on, and a glove save, Ingram. Spectacular save for Connor Ingram. Puck drop, Blues win it. Falk waits. 
into traffic, shot on, and Ingram makes another save. That dog on Ingram, man, he's making some yeah. saves through traffic. I don't know how he's seeing these pucks. Blues go for the puck in the offensive zone. Coyotes will clear it out for Rico in his 600th game. Back to get it. Now gets it over to Kapanen. Kapanen through to Letty. Letty with the wrist shot on. And the Blues rebound in the middle. They score! Sides in the books. Brandon Side has put the Blues on the board. You can hear the Blues fans in the building. It's 3-1 with 10.25 to go in the third. Well, there's that spark, just a little bit of life you need. And now you got a new game here. Thomas going through to Kairou to Shen. Shen in front, they score! That puck went under the crossbar. It's 3-2. to 143 to go in the third period. The Blues have hope. I think it was Jake Neighbors' tip goal. He doesn't even know it, too. Everyone's just looking up at the scoreboard. That one definitely went in. We got no goal. Yeah, it was no a goal. really funny. I battle. thought for sure it was from our angle, but a great oh. replay showed it hit the crossbar. Kyra going far wing, and then to Shen, it's knocked away. Coyotes down the ice to the empty net and score. Kesselring. To seal the Blues with an empty net goal to the bad fate of a first period. Four to one to score. Zone it goes, seven seconds to go. The Coyotes will tie the season series. These two teams won't meet again in the regular season. Four to one the final tonight. Arizona Coyotes over the St. Louis Blues. Blues now have to go into a very difficult place in Vegas to try to get back on a winning track on Monday night in Las Vegas. As we head into the locker room, let's check in with the head coach, and get the thoughts of Craig Berube. We're a little slow reacting, and we didn't uh, <clears throat> have, have some good sticks in some plays. Cost us two goals. First goal, sticks, you know, uh, made a play to the slot. You know, we didn't have coverage there. Well, we had people there, but didn't have good sticks, not tight enough. And, you know, the third goal, we broke the play up, but it went to the guy and he shot. I mean, was, that's kind of a, I thought we defended it the right way. Got a kind of a bad bounce on it, but. You know, we didn't come out. You know, we didn't come out skating good enough. Kill plays, and they had to puck too, puck too much in the first period. Um, I thought we recovered and played two good periods, but got to find a way to score more goals. Well, we just had pressure on them. We had we we're hungrier, skating, on pucks, had opportunities. We didn't finish. We were here to win the game, and um, you know, we, like I said, we, you know, we we started slow. Colton Pareko, who played in his 600th career National Hockey League game last night, just the sixth St. Louis Blues defenseman to play in 600 games for the franchise. He talked about last night's game as well. I was out there for the penalty kill goal and kind of an opportunity for me to, I guess, have a stick on puck. and should have, should have been there for me. I think that should have been mine, uh, my play. But other than that, I think just as a group, I think we got to be ready and uh, make sure that we're, we're just communicating and just getting in the spots that we need to be and just working together. I thought we played played behind him. I thought we, we got pucks to the net. I think we had a, quite a few shots there in the second and third and I thought we had a lot of good opportunities. And guys were working well, coming out of the zone well. That's hard to play play against when we play that way and I thought we did a good job in the second and third. As a group, just kind of consistent way to play play 60 minutes um, as, as a whole I think um, we talked about our second periods and before this game and I thought we played a good second period but uh, I thought first period this game was where we kind of didn't play our best so um, I think in terms of consistency I think it's from game to game just finding 
full 60 minutes consistency. Well, the Blues have been trading wins and losses over their last six games. Starts have been a little bit of an issue, and that's where Joe Vitale starts with his breakdown of the contest. They just can't put it together for a full 60 just yet. They're, they're still learning what that looks like. I go back to that last game versus the Buffalo Sabres. They, on the flip side, had a great start to that game. They got off to a three-goal lead in that first period. The first 10 minutes were maybe the best start the Blues had all season. But then what happened after that, it really kind of fell off. And then you allow the Buffalo Sabres to come back in that game. Tonight was the opposite. You have a slow start to the game. And then as you built and you got better, and they were clearly the better team in the third period, they, they were one little bounce away from making it a one-goal game. I mean, it was that close. And they outshot the Arizona Coyotes in the last two periods as well. Uh, but, you know, poor start. You can't make up for it. Too big of a hole against this very tight defending Arizona team. And two games ago, like we said, a great start, but you don't necessarily finish the game off right. Maybe get away with two points there, but uh, this was a, a complete full package earned win tonight for the Arizona Coyotes. The way they defend, they have great goaltending. They came out, they start fast, they run three lines deep. Uh, they're, they're heavy, they have skill, they have great vision in the offensive zone. ton of defensemen involvement in the first 15 minutes of the game as well that really set this defensive zone structure kind of in shambles, I think, for St. Louis and really just couldn't claw out of that hole. The other thing we've seen is when things seem to get a little haywire defensively in the blue zone, we haven't seen consistently a regrouping of sorts to get the game back from them in there. Yeah, you, you don't. And I think that's what's really hard because you have to be so patient. You have to allow things to the outside. And when you have a team like Arizona who has speed, they, of course, have the skill set. But more importantly, when they have the defensemen jump in and have interchanges like we saw here tonight, you, you really could become a spectator and you actually could be watching so much. And, and that's what happened, I think, in the first 10 minutes as the energy and the speed in Arizona came at you. That, the D jumping in there, that's where there was a lot of confusion where I even mentioned on the broadcast, it seems like there's a lot of indecisiveness right now. They seem like they're thinking a little bit too much, and I think it was really because of all the speed and all the chaos that Arizona created in their offensive zone and, of course, in the Blues' defensive zone that kind of set them back there a little bit, and, and unfortunately for St. Louis, that was some momentum. They really couldn't slow that train down, and they knew this was going to be a good team. It was going to be a tough matchup coming into the game, as we were mentioning in the pregame there, Curb. They beat Vegas. They beat Tampa. They beat Colorado. They beat some big boy hockey teams, and, of course, St. Louis coming in. This is an Arizona team that has not let off the gases. That was a great performance by them. You wonder if at some point in time the power play is not going to continue to be a topic because it's another scenario this game where it could have pulled the Blues back in. Yeah, and you know, two penalties back-to-back -back in that second period. You know, two penalties, too, that really the Blues, I don't know if they really earned. I mean, it was the one Braden Shen one yeah. there that the linesman thought that his stick was being held. I don't think that was a – I think it was a phantom call there, and the Blues can't – can't make do with what that was. And then on the other one with that trip, I didn't think there was much there either. So you have four minutes back-to-back -back pretty much of penalty time where you're like, okay, let's get the power play. Let's get something generated in the game. And, and it just necessarily wasn't there. And it wasn't there because they didn't get rewarded or maybe didn't jump in past the goal line. They're just It seemed really stagnant. It seemed, again, just a lot of overthinking. Pucks were bobbling. It didn't seem like they were really crisp and clean with plays. Uh, of course, and then Arizona on the flip side, they killed plays very quickly on the penalty kill, and uh, certainly another game here tonight where the power play could get you within distance, maybe sooner in the game versus maybe that late goal in the third by Saad. Maybe if you have a 3-1 game, you know, heading into the third period, maybe it's a very different-looking game, but uh, power play couldn't get it done. Winning the blue lines is, is where a game like this really makes a difference, and that's where you see if the Blues struggle, 
they seem to lose those battles. When we say winning the blue lines, getting the puck out of your zone cleanly, yep. getting it into the other zone cleanly. Well, I think that Arizona, if you if you compare both teams at, and both blue lines, I think the offensive blue line for Arizona and the defensive blue line for the Blues, that was that was the the predictor of the game. I mean, I think that Arizona manages pucks so well, and they've gotten better over the season. And that's something that the broadcasters were talking to us about before the game. They say they, they are so disciplined and they have been so good at blue lines, putting pucks, not only chipping them in curves, but, but getting them back where they can get it back. You know, you look at Arizona in tonight's game, it's not just a chip to give it away. I mean, there's purpose behind it. How many times in the offensive zone did Arizona have it in one corner and they just rim it hard around the net and it goes all the way to that weak side D? And the weak side D will do the same thing. He'll rip it right back to the same corner. But what it does is it kind of relieves that valve. It kind of relieves the pressure when, when the Blues are trying to squash plays. When you make those rims, the Blues have to retreat now to the middle. And then the rim goes back, and all of a sudden you're, you're right back where you started, but now you don't have two bodies on you because everyone went, went right back to the middle of the ice. It was actually a really great strategy by the coach, coaching staff here of the Arizona Coyotes and, and very well executed by Arizona as well. All right, and from that standpoint, take us into the dressing room or the mind of an athlete in the dressing room. Are you taking anything from the second or the third as you get ready for Monday's game against Vegas, or is that a, psych, a whole bunch of psychoanalytical baloney? No, I think I think you have to. I think you always have got to find positives from each and every game. You know, Craig Brewery loved the start versus Buffalo. Didn't like a lot of the rest, but he loved the start. That's a positive. We have to learn how to move that forward and continue to build on that. In tonight's game, I look at the success they had in the offensive zone in the third period was by just throwing – nasty soft pucks at the net don't doesn't matter doesn't have to be an elite shot just throw something juicy there something soft i mean nick letty's set up for brandon size a perfect example there's plenty of bodies in front of him but the more you throw it there the more maybe a fortunate bounce you may get we saw it with sod braden shen we almost get within one goal as braden shen just throws something kind of nasty yep. right at the cage jake neighbor sticks there bodies are there so i think the blues if they can build on one thing in the second third period it is learning from where they had success in this game, which was just throwing more pucks at the net. But you got to have bodies there. And right now the Blues have got bodies there. you got Jake Neighbors on his line. He's always going to be there. You know that. Kevin Hayes has been really good in the net. He's going to be the guy for that line. Oscar Sundquist is constantly in the blue paint there as well. So you have willing and able forwards to get there. Now I think it's about defensemen fishing pucks through a little bit better to give more opportunistic opportunities throughout the game where maybe you get a bounce a little bit earlier where you're not chasing the game so deep this late in the game. All right, what do you have from a, a Bud Light three-star standpoint tonight? In your we have boots? Brandon Saad, number three here tonight with the Blues' lone goal. Ingram with 31 saves at number two. And Alex Kerfoot, one goal, two assists, three points. He was terrific in this game, number one. Work boots, I'm going to go with Jake Neighbors. Thought he was physical, continue to build. I know he doesn't get a goal or an assist in this game, but continue to build on what he's been doing very well, playing on his toes, playing with energy, playing with enthusiasm, and being a spark for this team. But great phys physicality. He almost got the Blues within one right at the end there going to the net. So i uh, love to see the momentum continue here for Jake. All right, Joe, thank you. Well, time now for my key takeaways of the game, and there's two of them from last night. First off, I think you've got to look at the Coyotes' goaltending. They're getting terrific goaltending from Connor Ingram. They've now won four games in a row. And over the last few games when the Blues have fallen and lost, you've had the opposing goaltender just make bigger key saves than the Blues' goaltending has. Now look, yes, it is about team defense. And right now the Blues have allowed three or more goals in seven of their last nine games. That's not all on the goaltending, but when we talk about consistency from the defensemen or more help from the forwards, there also still needs to be a little more consistency in net. 
for the St. Louis Blues. By the way, they've allowed those three or more goals in seven of the last nine games. They had only allowed three or more goals in six of the first 14 games. And secondly, traffic in front of the net. When you play a goaltender like the Blues were playing in Connor Ingram last night, how did they score the goal? They went to the front of the net. How did they almost score another one? A deflection off Jake Neighbors in front of the net. When you get to the net, as the coaches like to talk about, it's stopping in front of the net. You see the Blues getting some traffic in there, but they're not stopping and looking for rebounds. And there were some rebounds last night given up by Connor Ingram that the St. Louis Blues couldn't find because the traffic either wasn't there in time or it didn't stop in time. So one aspect is the Blues continue now as they're about to go into two games against the Vegas Golden Knights, the defending Stanley Cup champions, stopping in front of the net and making that space hard on the other team's defense and goaltender is going to be a huge key for the Blues, something they needed to do better against the Coyotes and will need big time against the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast. We put it up the morning after each and every St. Louis Blues game. You get the highlights, you get reaction, and you get some opinion on the game as well. We'll put another one up after Monday night's game against the Vegas Golden Knights. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Chris Kerber. Have a great rest of your weekend, a big start to the week, and we'll see you at the rink.